What's up, Tan and J-Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tan and J-Man Show. And on behalf of myself and my co-host, Josh, the J-Man Munt, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. While you're at it, on whatever platform you're listening on, please hit that subscribe button. And if it happens to be on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review. That really helps us out. If you're interested in watching our show, our show is recorded live every Monday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch that on the ISC Sports Network, on the free ISC Sports Network app, on the ISC Sports Network Facebook page, and their Twitter page. While you're at it, on the social media channels, please give us a like on our Facebook page. Please give us a follow on our Twitter and Instagram page, at Show. And if you want to support our podcast and look great doing so, we have a merchandise store. You can go to any of our social media pages, click the link, click Tan and J-Man Show store, and you'll find whatever you're looking for, short sleeve t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, coffee mugs, you name it, we got it. So thanks again for supporting the podcast. Now sit back, relax, and here comes another exciting brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. It is Monday night, and you know what that means. Another brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show, episode 256, to be exact, for those keeping count, which is nobody besides myself <laughs> and the J-Man, Josh Mutt, who's to my right. How are you doing tonight, J-Man? I'm doing pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Wild MLB playoffs so mm-hmm. far. Wildest weekend of college football we've experienced this year By so far. far. By far. Maybe in two years. Pretty good slate of NFL games <laughs> so far going into Monday night. Mm-hmm. So a lot of exciting things going down, which we will be covering. Stuff. Yes, sir. Lots of good stuff. You want to get some birdie bogey real quick? Yes. Let me uh, listen to the question that I will probably miss. I think you have a good shot. That is a death sentence. <laughs> well, that's the words of death. That needs to be on a t-shirt. Pretty straightforward. I think you got a good shot. Pretty straightforward question this week. Who, since 2016 has the most 40-yard touchdowns in the NFL. So it could be rushing or receiving. Could be rushing or receiving. The most 40-yard touchdowns in the NFL since 2016. Okay. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. You can like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. You can contact them to get your veggies. Yes, I don't, veggies. I don't think they have a ton going on right now. No. With it being uh, October 11th. But, Time uh, for the harvest. But follow them on social media because, yeah. Springs, like said, spring will be here before we know it. Well, hopefully, so. hopefully we can uh, quick. we can skip winter this year. Push a fast forward um, button on it. I think it's going to be an average winter. You do. Which is, that's that's what I've been told by meteorologists around the world. You know, I took an intro. By to meteor- meteorologists around the world. Yep. Uh, you know, I've, I've, uh, I'm a amateur meteorologist myself. Took an intro to meteorology course <laughs> in college. <laughs> so I can pretty much uh, tell the weather. Can and, you can you share with the Tana J. Man Show Nation your grade in that class? Well, I can look outside right now and see that it is storming. So I got an A+. plus. <laughs> You're a bright individual, J-Man. On the job training right now. On job training. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as you said, uh, baseball playoffs have been very good so far. Uh, we had two really good wild card games where the Red Sox beat the Yankees. Uh, Dodgers beat the Cardinals on a walk-off homer. Um, I think we... I think you picked the Cardinals, didn't you? I did. <laughs> uh, we both picked the Yankees, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't want let's, – let's, let's not talk about that game. Uh, former, Actually, we need to talk about that game. Former Chicago Cubs are tearing up. Kyle Schwarber has two homers. Anthony Rizzo hit a homer in the wild card game. Chris Bryant in game one in his series went three for three with a homer. I did not see that. Uh, Jock Peterson is three for three with two homers. They don't call it Jocktober for nothing. Pinch hit homer today. Yeah, he has two pinch hit homers. Uh, he tore up in the postseason last week, or last week, last year, um, and he's uh, carried it over. So, you know, good for those former Cubs. If they would have played a little better with the Cubs, maybe the Cubs would still be in it right now. But you know what? They're not the ones going out there with an over-5 ERA, so can't complain about that too much. But uh, elsewhere around um, baseball, the uh, Braves are up two games to one. Red Sox won a controversial, extremely controversial, I should say, uh, game last night. I think they're in the 12th inning where 
Uh, the Rays had a 3-2 count with two outs and a runner on first, so the runner's obviously moving. Kevin Kiermeyer, Fort Wayne native, hit a ball off the wall. Big Purdue fan. Huge Purdue fan, unfortunately. Went to Parkland College, which is like five minutes from University of Illinois campus. Um, hit a ball off the wall. It bounces off the wall. Ricochets off of Red Sox right fielder Hunter Renfro, Renfro over the um, fence. So it's an automatic double. However, that run would have easily scored for Tampa Bay. He was already right around third uh, when the ball hit Renfro. He would have scored easily. And in the rule book, because it was inadvertent, it's an automatic double and the guy, it's it's an automatic two base, I should say. Batter gets two bases. The base runner on first gets two bases. So he has to go back to third. Uh, The Rays didn't argue as much as I thought they would, but it's because it's in the rule book and they know the rule. And it's just an unfortunate thing to happen. I wish in those scenarios that Major League Baseball would let umpires use common sense because that guy would have scored easily. And the Rays essentially got punished because Hunter Renfro is a little uh, too close to the wall and it bounced off him and um, over the fence. So it was a really rough one for Tampa Bay. Now the Red Sox end up hitting a two-run homer to win it in the uh, 12th. But who knows, that one run, the game could have played out completely differently um, than if it were still a tie game. But Tampa Bay's up 2-1. to one. Uh, The White Sox have been... Uh, trounced the first two games uh, in Houston, and then they found a way to win one last night, and former Cub reliever Ryan Tapera um, accused the Astros of stealing signs once again. He said, uh, you look at their swings in Houston, and then you look at their swings here, and they're completely different. Um, some of the stuff they're swinging to miss net, they didn't swing and miss at in Houston. Um, you know, the same thing could be said about the White Sox, though, because the White Sox swung and missed a ton in Houston, and they scored 12 runs last night. So uh, I know it's easy to kind of point the finger at the Astros because of the um, these serious cheating, not even allegations. They were The allegations were founded like they actually cheated. Uh, but uh, it was kind of a dumb thing to say uh, with Ryan Tepera because that's just going to fire up the Astros and they're just right. going to go out there and Like they needed any more uh, fuel for the fire. Exactly. Um, it is kind of funny to see Tony LaRusa and Dusty Baker go at it. Uh, old dudes. Two super old dudes. LaRusa's in his 70s. Uh, Dusty Baker's got to be close he's to seventy. He's in his seven. 70s. Is he in his 70s? I believe he's um, 72. That wouldn't surprise me. LaRusso's I mean, like 76 or 77. Dusty Baker's 72. I would say LaRusso's close to... Uh, he's 77. Close to 80. Um, 77 years old. You're on it there tonight, T-Dog. Man. But uh, back in 2003, I remember Tony LaRusso when he was with the Cardinals and Dusty Baker when he was with the Cubs. They got into a heated argument where LaRusso, both of them came onto the field and got in each other's faces. Um, Baker was a little miffed last night at Tapera's statements, and I think LaRusso was a little miffed at Tapera's statements as well. Uh, But it is what it is, and it's going to create an interesting game tomorrow, game four, because game... um, Four was postponed due to rain today, uh, but that'll be a good one tomorrow. I think it's a day game. Uh, but Tampa Bay and Boston play tonight. Boston has a chance to close it out in Fenway. And the uh, Giants and Dodgers play at 9.37 Eastern time tonight. Won't you going to stay up for that one? Nope, won't Neither. be staying up for that one. Uh, Who you got in uh, the Tampa Bay-Boston game tonight? Unfortunately, I think Boston gets it done. It feels like they're getting all the breaks right now. And uh, I know a lot of people are like, shut up, Yankees fan. You guys get all the breaks. Well, <laughs> Well, I mean, I, and I know a lot of people who follow baseball closely realize this, but people who are just the casual fan, they might not realize this. Since 2000, the Yankees, if you conclude 2000, the Yankees won 2000 over the Mets. The following year in 01, they make the World Series, lose to the Diamondbacks, would have been four in a row. Two years later, they make it in 03 against the Marlins, lose. Six years later, they make it in 09, beat the Phillies. Haven't made it since. <coughs> yeah. It, it has what been, have you done for me lately? It, Nothing. It has been a Red Sox league since 2004. Yep. I mean, they've won four championships yep. in the past 17 years now. Right. I mean, that's once almost every four years. Right. And, and, um, and Tampa Bay's been to a couple World Series. Um, we've been to two, yeah. And then Yankees have been to one in that time span. Yeah. And they won it, but they've only been to one. So it's just, I, it's, it's just the hatred for the Yankees yeah. is they were dominant for so long and they still spend a ton of money. But the ton of money they're spending is not getting them anywhere. He's getting to the postseason. Nowhere else. Right. Uh, they're still the evil empire. They are. Regardless of how often they've won the past 11 years or so. And really, the Dodgers should be the new evil mm, empire. 100%. Um, 
But I mean, it is what it is. People yeah. hate the Yankees. P- people hate New York in general, regardless right. of sports team. Right. Um, cause it's the biggest city but in the U.S. It'll be interesting but. to see if my bold prediction of Aaron Boone, this being his yeah. last year as a Yankee manager, comes true. His contract's up. If he does come back, he will be the first Yankee manager since 1922 to come back for their fifth season without winning a title during their first four seasons. Wow. It's interesting. Yeah. So that's not on his side. Um, it'll be interesting to see what players they bring back, who they don't. I think Gary Sanchez days as a Yankee are probably done. Probably should be. Glaber Torres, I don't know. Would love Rizzo back. think it'll be too much money. I think he'll want way too much yep. money, and he won't get it. Right. I um, I think they're, they're just, it's just you know opinionated what I've been reading for some Yankee sites. They think he'll want about $100 million. That's insane. Right. If if he gets half of that, he should thank his lucky stars. Yeah. And in reality, he should have taken the Cubs offer back in what March. Like 75? Uh, five years, 70 million. 70. He's, I don't think he'll get close to five years, and I don't think he'll get close to 70 yeah. million. He w- so. hasn't been good the past two years. It'll be interesting. Um, it, it will be interesting. I think the um, Steinbrenner, Steinbrenner is still on it, right? Yeah, one of the brothers. The other brother passed away. Um, so. He really needs to think about making a move from uh, Brian Cashman. Yes. It's it's getting that's, time. That's, it's getting to that point. It, he's the guy that all Yankee fans are mad at. It's not necessarily Boone. It's just Cashman because he wants a guy, a manager that can be his puppet. Girardi mm-hmm. wasn't going to be his puppet. So. Right. Um, and I can't see Boone being a puppet either. He, I mean, he fights for his guys, and yep. he's not just a yes man. Right. It'll be a really interesting offseason. Haven't heard any sort of trade rumors with Aaron Judge. No. It will be the last year of his deal. Right. Uh, could be uh, – kind of a Chris Bryant scenario there where if they, which I think they'll be better um, than the Cubs were this year, but uh, if they get off to a slow start and they're not really in it come July, I think they really got to think about maybe trading him. Um, wouldn't be surprised, obviously, if they uh, sign him to a long-term extension this year, right. but it's a, an interesting thing to play out. Well, and is Garrett Cole really their ace? Yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, yeah, he, he was, he was bad, with, bad night, against but Boston. But. They're, they're relieving their relievers. They got a lot of problems mm. in, the, in the bullpen. So I, I don't know. They're in a weird spot. It's going to be a interesting offseason in the Bronx. It's going to be a weird offseason everywhere with the collective bargaining That's agreement true. ending in December. Um, you just, I think, really for the past couple years, the offseason's been so slow up until June, or June, January. Uh, I think it's going to be the same here. And, I think I know two years ago we were thinking, man, there's definitely going to be at least a work stoppage and maybe even a strike. But after how much money Major League Baseball lost and how much money the players lost uh, during the COVID year, I don't think that's going to be that's really a reality um, this year or going to be realistic, I should say, uh, for this year. I think they'll get a deal done. Might not happen quickly, but I think they'll get a deal done sometime um, in the next few months. Um, so it's going to be interesting because you don't know. I mean, I think they'll really add the designated hitter to the National League. I think that's going to be I hope so. something that happens. Uh, it's just going to be it's going to be slow to start is uh, my opinion. But picking the uh, yes, Tampa yes. Bay Rays and Boston Red Sox, I'm going to pick the Rays. They I have- hope you're right. They have Colin McHugh going tonight, who had a 1.55 ERA this Still year. Still um, <laughs> Never heard of him right now. Eduardo Rodriguez is pitching for the Red Sox, who has a 5.95 ERA in Fenway this year and a 4.74 ERA overall. Um, I think Tampa Bay's pitching will take over and we'll get a game five. I hope so, because uh, winner-take-all games in baseball are pretty special. Dickie V will be um, in the house, baby. Ugh. He will. He's a big Gus. I think he's a racing ticket holder. Nick Vitale. Oh, I cannot stand that guy. I'm surprised he's coming back. Kind of the do another year broadcasting. I thought his we all would be numbered. we all wished he was done. Yeah. Um, who you got winning the uh, Astros White Sox series? You know, in my bold predictions, mm-hmm. I picked the White Sox to make the ALCS. I gotta still roll with it. I gotta you, still roll with it. You think they win three straight? To uh... do I really know? But for the shows sake i have to stick with my predictions i made them at the beginning of the year i gotta stick with them yeah i'm uh i think the astros get it done in yeah. um in chicago tomorrow you hope so just get I even though you don't so. like the astros either i but don't just, like the astros but i done. prefer the white Sox get out of there yeah it could be astros red Sox. that's disgusting um, i'd go for the red Sox. i wouldn't but still it's disgusting and then oh if the, if the dodgers oh ugh. I just don't want it to be Ew. Dodgers Brewers. I, I think Atlanta closes out Milwaukee tomorrow. I do too. I picked um, Milwaukee last week, but Atlanta's got a roll. I don't see now. San Francisco winning another game, <laughs> unfortunately. Nope. Um, which honestly, that's okay because I I love Chris Bryant to death, but I don't want to see him happy this year. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, um, Josh got his big checklist of former Cubs. He's checking yeah, off when they're eliminated. Just checking them all off. I mean, I, I love Schwarber, and I'm okay with him staying in it. But for some reason, I don't know. I don't he, want. He checked uh, off Javi a long time ago because the Mets are the Mets. Uh, checked off Javi back in <laughs> the middle of September. <laughs> uh, I think that's gonna be that's gonna do it pretty much for uh, baseball. For baseball, um, the Padres fired their manager Ron Washington. You remember him? He's, yeah. Uh, Rumored to maybe come take the job. I heard a rumor of Bruce Bochy, too. Bruce Bochy, yeah, that's where he kind of got a start. Took him to a World Series. Yeah. Um, he's, is he's there any other jobs well. open? Or Mets maybe, is open. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I think Cubs have been talking extension with David Ross. You like that? Yeah. I mean, he was dealt a pretty terrible hand this year. Like... Is it? Could any other jobs be open? I mean, the Yankees could be open, of course. But Yankees could else? open. Um, Is there anybody in the playoffs you could see if they get knocked out soon? Opening up? No, not realistically. I would say. Okay. They should give Craig Council a uh, lifetime contract in Milwaukee. They were yeah. terrible before he got there. He's a pretty good manager. No, I can't imagine this. Maybe Dave Roberts, but I mean, he kind of saved himself last year by winning. If they wouldn't right. have won last year, he'd definitely probably be on yeah. the hot seat. Yeah, um, but, yeah, I don't see him going anywhere. Yeah, uh, you want to get educated? Yeah, I'll knock this out real yeah. quick. Uh, Ty Cobb in the American League and Frank Schulte in the National League are named inaugural MLB MVPs. The prize is a car. I would be interested. What kind of car they had in nineteen eleven? Uh, our car. Uh, our, uh, Pulled by a horse. <laughs> our gearheads out there could tell us some TMJ yeah. Man Show Nation, but neither Josh or I are one of those. But no. uh, um, you know, Ty Cobb's one. Of the, I'd be interested to go back, and I'm not going to do this because take too much time. List all the TMJ Man shows since we've done on this day, and see which athletes have been mentioned the most. Ty Cobb's got to be up in top five. Got to be up in up there. Ted Williams, Ted a Williams, bunch. Babe Ruth. He's probably uh, number one. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about Willie Mays and Hank Aaron a bunch as well. Yeah, a lot of baseball guys. They've been around longer. That's true. Speaking of Babe Ruth, a pair of Babe Ruth home runs in the fourth and fifth innings is the difference as the Yankees beat the New York Giants 4-2 at the Polo Grounds to tie the World Series on this day in 1923. On this day in 1925, the New York Giants played their first NFL game. They lost to Providence. 14 nothing. The Friars. I assume Providence College. I don't know. Um, 1927, New York Yankees first baseman Lou Gehrig is named American League MVP. Despite hitting MLB record 60 home runs, Babe Ruth, as a former winner, is not eligible. Could, I don't know couldn't win is. back-to-back awards back then. Oh. Maybe shared wealth a little bit. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's kind of like in the Big Ten years ago, you couldn't make you couldn't win back-to-back. Uh, or I think you could win back-to-back conference titles, but you couldn't go to back-to-back Rose Bowls. I because remember Purdue that. Should have been the back-to-back yeah. Rose Bowls, and they didn't. In the Indiana went in '68. That is mind-numbingly yeah, stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that's dumb. Um, sharing is caring, I guess. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1972, the Cincinnati Reds beat the Pittsburgh Pirates three games Cincinnati to two Reds. in the NLCS. Then crap since. Not really. I mean, I they had they early a few 90s. after that. Really, since we've been born, they haven't been good. No. You hate to see it. Uh, 1980, the Dallas Mavericks started their NBA season for the first time ever. Now Jason Kidd's their head coach, and his collar can get any bigger on his shirt. If you have, don't know what I'm talking about, type in Jason Kidd on Google or Twitter. His photo, his coaching photo, his collar is humongous. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1992, Deion Sanders played for the Atlanta Falcons and the Atlanta Braves. Would you like to see any current athlete try to pull off the double dip? Uh not as many two-sport athletes. Um, I would love to see LeBron play in the NFL. Yeah, well, now at his age, yeah, doubt he could get around like he used um, to be able to, but he's still a big boy. I could see Mike Trout being a really good football player, you, linebacker, running back type. I'm trying to think of any other. I mean, we had a few guys. I mean, Bo Jackson, obviously. If Tyreek Hill could uh, hit a baseball, Brian he'd be Jordan. fun to watch. It'd be Billy Hamilton. Yeah. Brian Jordan was another one that did uh, both. Haven't seen it that much since. No. Let's say in nineteen ninety five, OJ Simpson canceled a TV appearance with Dateline. That's wonder, a shocker. Wonder why he canceled. Mm. <laughs> um on this day in two thousand twenty, the LA Lakers Last beat year. the Miami Heat one oh six to ninety three. Yep, late finals. 96. 
And also, Le- wasn't LeBron like the first player in NBA history to first win to a win Finals the, MVP on three different teams? This first to win Finals MVP award with three different teams. It's yeah. I forgot you already looked at this I today. <laughs> I was trying. You, you weren't supposed to bring that no, no. up. I was trying to play it off. I was, I was like, man, you know a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, I was also, trying to hope you didn't remember that. I looked up. On this day in 2016, the Chicago Cubs came back from three runs down in the ninth inning to beat the San Francisco Giants and move on to the National League Championship. And that was not on there. It was that not was, on there. That's out of the J-Man's that brain. out of uh, me seeing it on all over Twitter. Five freaking years ago already. It's hard I, to believe, isn't it? I had long flowing hair back then. Down well, to my shoulders. Don't know if it was flowing, but flip it, it was up. Uh, longer than it is right now. Yeah. Now I got nothing. Time you comes see, at you, you fast. You see what five years of not winning a World Series does to a man's scalp. Thanks. Well. Thanks, Tom Ricketts. Yeah. We'll see if we're seeing that five years from now. Five years from now, I'm not going to. I'm, I'm going to be like completely hairless. Beard. No beard. Oh, that'll be a sight to see for all the Tina J Man Show Nation when we're streaming five years from now. But uh, uh, the Honest Day segment is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week Pro Former Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company today by giving them a call at 574-210-3815. I use Performer Print House a lot in my everyday job for a lot of promotional products. Can't speak enough of their uh, customer service. So, I mean, there was an incident not too long ago. I was trying to order some notepads for our insurance services. Um, and pro- the distributor that was going to give them to Performer Print House my rep thought it was way too expensive. Mm-hmm. So did some negotiating with a different company, got the price down, got the notepads. You're a master negotiator. I wouldn't go that far. They just have really good customer service and treat their customers right. So You're a shark. I'm a shark. I'm like <laughs> uh, Mark Cuban. Um, so if you're looking for a great company that will do you right customer service-wise and for pr- promotional products, give them a call today. You will not be disappointed. College football was pretty dang good, as we, uh, as Tanner prefaced earlier. Yeah, we, uh, you know, usually talk about the Big Ten, and we will talk about the Big Ten, but the Big Ten was pretty, uh, besides one game, eh, there was two good games, I guess. Pretty uneventful because there was only five games, but man, cannot say the same for the rest of the country. Two fantastic games started at noon, too. Yes. Texas, Oklahoma, routinely putting up 90 combined points. I love that rivalry. It is so fun to watch. Every year, the games are insane. Three out of the last four years, they've just put up points. You know, there's an argument. Is it the Red River Showdown? Is it the Red River Shootout? I'm calling it the shootout because they score Mm -hmm. points. Yeah. The Big 12. Where's defense isn't, I mean. It's it's optional. The halftime score was (laughs) 35-17. Yeah. Texas. Oklahoma got down 18 and just, they benched their Heisman candidate quarterback well spencer rattler you know he has even you know coming in that game his longest touchdown pass of the year in the air was 14 yards hmm. and he, he was averaging like i want to say four yards per completion or something just wasn't airing it out at all the running game wasn't going but they're winning games so lincoln riley's like i don't care we're gonna win games mm-hmm. but he was struggling early on against texas 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 scored on the first play of the game true freshman wide receiver i can't remember his name stiff arms the dude Runs all the way. Then that poor guy who got stiff-armed, he stiff-armed again later in the quarter, and then the guy got blocked on his butt. That guy fell, because I was listening to the game uh, on ESPN Radio at the time in the first quarter. They were so embarrassed for the Oklahoma cornerback, they didn't even want to say his number or his name because he got embarrassed three times in the first quarter. But uh, Oklahoma struggling, so they put in uh, Williams. Is it Casey Williams, I believe is his first name? Casey? I think it's Casey Williams. It starts with a C. I think it's Casey Williams. In the first play, he's in his fourth run. He fourth and one. He runs it for seventy yards for a touchdown. <laughs> first play, and then the offense clicked with him. Um, they take the lead late. Texas scores late to tie it up, and then Oklahoma is trying just to run the clock out pretty much to give their kicker an easier field goal for a game winning attempt. It's nine seconds left. They're on a wildcat play. Guy gets second level, blows past them, touchdown. Oklahoma wins the game. 
Yeah, it. Uh, I honestly didn't watch a whole lot of that one. Um, I was following it on my phone a little bit, and then I ended up seeing the end of it. But every single year since really 2017, it's been that kind of shootout. And this was interesting for Sarkeesian. is his first year as Texas head coach, his first rivalry against Oklahoma. Say what you want about Herman, because he wasn't very good at Texas, but mm-hmm. they his team showed up for this game every yep. year. And I'm thinking, I have to geez, Texas blown out of the water. You know, maybe they are back. You know, Sarkeesian's on this right track, and I still think he's doing a good job. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I think he's a great play caller. They are on the right track, but it's got a sting in the today, all weekend long and today for Longhorn Nation to yeah. let that one slip. Let it slip away. Um I mean it's their biggest rival yep. and um it's two losses for you already. I'm sure uh quite a few Longhorn fans lost some sleep on Saturday. Oh, yeah, night. and uh Boomer Sooner crowds letting them know about it. Mm-hmm. But man, that was an exciting game. So much talent on the field yep. both both ways on both sides. And uh yeah, I, I think I know Spencer Rattler's acting on Twitter like he's a he's a team guy, but there was a picture after the whole team celebrating, he's kinda of walking off in the distance by himself. Yeah. He's probably thinking of his next move right now. Come to Illinois. <laughs> come, to, come to Purdue. We'll take you. I mean, it's he could probably have a list of suitors. Um, I mean, I was. It's pretty sad that that's right where our mind goes. I know. That's what college with sports the, anymore, uh, Josh. transfer portal and everything. But, um, guys, don't wait it out. Um, um, and and maybe Williams' name isn't Casey because now I'm thinking Casey Thompson, the quarterback for Texas. He is the kind of outlier anymore with the transfer world because he sat behind various Sam Elliott really for three years and waited for his chance this year. Didn't start the first few games. Then Sarkeesian made the switch. Thompson comes in and he's really transformed that Texas offense. Mm -hmm. Interesting story about him. He grew up a diehard Oklahoma fan. His dad was a quarterback at Oklahoma. His brother played at Oklahoma. So he grew up an Oklahoma fan, and then he's on the opposite side of rivalry, having one of the best games a quarterback's ever had in the Red River shootout, and then ends up losing at the end. That's rough. <laughs> but look up that Williams kid's I name on, on Oklahoma right because I keep botching it. I know it's not Casey. Caleb. Caleb. Sort of C. Start with C, though. C, though. Caleb Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer Rather was eight for 15 with uh, no pick. touchdowns and a pick. pick yep. Yeah. Caleb Williams. Pick six. 16 for 25, 212, two touchdowns, no picks, had 88 <laughs> yards rushing. Yeah, including that 66-yarder yeah. uh, where Radler got uh, sacked a few times. Um, I think they have to keep it, keep Caleb Williams in there because, yeah. honestly, Oklahoma's been scooting by yep. um, almost every time they've played every this week? year. Every week it seems like they've just barely gotten by, but you know they've gotten by yep. so far. Um, and now they got themselves in prime position because, um, and I know you're talking about noon games right now, but one of the games later at night – 18-point underdog, Texas A&M, who's lost to Arkansas and Mississippi State mm-hmm. back-to-back weeks, knocks off Alabama. Yeah. Um, didn't see that one coming. Didn't I mean, they beat them pretty handily, too, didn't they? What was the final score? Game-winning field goal. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were 51-48. Up, they were up 14 at um, Half. halftime. Yeah. Um, Bama came back and, and Jimbo need that. Yeah, that that's why they paid him the big bucks. Um, A&M's got a backup quarterback. I don't. Remember his name? Uh, Haynes King's the one who got hurt. Backup quarterback's been start. And Haynes King got hurt a few games ago against Colorado. Backup quarterback looked like he belonged the other night. Yeah. Um, I mean, AM was fantastic last year and arguably should have gotten in to the playoff over Notre Dame. But uh, yeah, Jimbo needed that one. Well, Flor- or Alabama showed against Florida a few weeks ago they're human and that they bleed like mm-hmm. everybody else. But I didn't think they'd get picked off like this this quick, and they're not out of the conversation for everything no. yet. But you get to the SEC title game, you face an undefeated Georgia. Georgia beats you. You're not in with two losses. I think it's pretty safe to say Georgia's the best team in the country. I 100% agree. Their defense is something else. They blew out Arkansas last weekend. Arkansas follows it up with an absolute classic game against the Ole Miss mm-hmm. where – um, they got down a few and then they came back and scored a touchdown on fourth and goal as time expired. And then a Sam Pittman automatically put the two fingers up, which I absolutely love. Did you say you like that? Absolutely Still love like the coach execution. doing that. Um, 
Yeah, the ex- execution of the play wasn't great, but he put two fingers no. up. Arkansas didn't convert the two-point conversion. Love going for the win no. there. Love going for the win, especially on the road. Um, you fought that hard, and it sucks. It ended up not. So you're probably out, not going to survive overtime usually on the road like that. Usually not. I mean, you can, yeah, but uh, I I just love going for the uh, two-point conversion win. Uh, Arkansas lined up for the two-point conversion. Lane Kiffin was on the sideline going like this. <laughs> Um, that was an unbelievable game. Yeah, Pittman's done a good job this year. Don't get me fantastic. wrong. Fantastic, but you look at his years. He's seven and nine so far at Arkansas. Yeah. It's kind of interesting because it, it now was a great game, and they're so close for winning. But now, two weeks in a row, he's lost. It's like mm-hmm. now that shine's starting to wear off a little bit. That's just how college football works. It's two week good to teams, week. though. It's week to week. Yes, you're right. I'm Mac Mac Carell. The uh, I believe that's how you pronounce his last name. Quarterback almost he might be the Heisman front runner right now, right? Which nobody's talking about who's going to Heisman because nobody knows right now. It's nobody like it hadn't even started. Oh, uh, we have two quarterbacks that have disappointed, and that's um, obviously Spencer Radler, but also uh, Sam Howell. Oh, that, North, North Carolina, Carolina is the most disappointing team in the country. Easily, even Brock Purdy at Iowa State. Iowa State's been super disappointing yep. as well. Yep. Um, you have you and just Florida State owns Mac Brown. It, it might, Four and eleven against the Seminoles. It might be in that was Mac Brown's alma mater, which I didn't yep. know. Um, it might be Alabama's quarterback, whose name I can Bryce uh, Young. Bryce Young. Oh. Um, as a freshman, he's a freshman, right? I think he's a retro freshman, maybe. He? Yeah, but uh, he he might be. And maybe then, he's true freshman. And then they go and lose to Texas. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of wide I mean, open. It is wide open. You got, you got the kid from Fresno State putting up tons of numbers, but he's not going to win it. Let's be honest. Um, but. Yeah, it is wide open. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, CJ Stroud, he started to get hot for Ohio sure. State. Uh, I think Ohio State might be the best team in the Big Ten again. Away from my power ranking, but uh, uh, I was I was kind of lead, leading you into that. Oh, okay. Well, I <laughs> want to talk about another name real quick. Oh, yes. Um, how lucky did they get the other night? Every single win they have like that, down eight. Yeah, late score. Get the three two minutes left and get the game winning field goal. Um. They are the most unbelievably lucky. It's in the name. It's college the Irish. sports program. It keeps them around. I know they got one loss, but it keeps them kind of around for that possible uh, playoff. I almost hope they get in just to get beat by seventy this year because this might be the worst Notre Dame team we've seen in five years. They got a bye week this week. They play USC uh, at home next week. USC's terrible. They should run the table. That looking was, at their schedule, that, I, I know. No, because Sam Howell's not going to do it. I don't think you can justify putting them in with one loss without playing a conference championship game. How how awful would it be if a one-loss Notre Dame team jumped an undefeated Cincinnati team that beat them? I don't think there's any way, but... I would... I would sue. (laughs) I would would hire a lawyer (laughs) and sue. I mean... Oh man, Cincinnati's so dominant. I mean, they killed Temple, but they should run the table. They're gonna have to run the table, but they should be have is to, that yeah. gonna be enough, Josh? It better is be. Is that enough. gonna be enough? They have to put them in over the likes of Notre Dame. That's why I wish there was eight team playoff right now mm-hmm. instead of a four, but man. I think you can justify putting them in over Iowa. Not if Iowa runs the table and wins a Big Ten t- title game. There is no way Iowa gets within three touchdowns of Ohio State or Michigan for that matter. They might be able to do it against Michigan. <laughs> He's um, coming back on his word. They would have lost to Penn State had Sean yeah, Clifford yeah, not gotten I, I do hurt. agree. I do agree with you there. Um, I do agree with you They're there. not going to continue to force five turnovers a game. Their quarterback play is horrendous. Petrus is not good. Uh, they run the ball. running back. They run the ball okay. He's averaging I was usually not gonna four yards to carry. I was not going to beat themselves. Usually you got to go play get them. They'll play solid sound football. Yeah. Um, they, Their secondary is amazing. They just don't – It's they keep forcing turnovers, yeah. and that's just—it's not likely to continue to happen. But you know, we're six games in; they continue to do it, so maybe it is number happen. two team in the nation. Yep, your uncle's got to be excited. My uncle hates their quarterback so much <laughs> that I don't even think he's enjoying it. Oh man, uh, <laughs> I, I I I have a list of Purdue quarterbacks I haven't liked in my years, but if they had a number two ranked in the nation undefeated, that'd be all right by me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, power rankings, ready for Let's the, hear the Big Ten power rankings. Like I said, it was an interesting rankings this week because a lot of teams were off. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a lot of movement. We only have five teams. games again this week. I know. I don't like this. Yeah. But I did have a new team in the cellar. <laughs> Illinois was out for one week. They're back. They're back because they didn't score any points. Uh, their quarterbacks went a combined, I think it was 11 for 34. And Wisconsin's got a good defense. The yards uh, per game, they're leading the uh, Big Ten in yards per game. I think I was number two and Purdue's number three, I believe, in defense. They're all under 300 yards per game. Sorry, Illinois, you got to go back. Um, so Northwestern, without playing, moves up to 13. Man, 
Northwestern sucks. They were too. 14. <laughs> uh, number 12, same as number 12 last week. They didn't play, so didn't really do any movement. That's Indiana. Mm-hmm. They have Michigan State at home this week. I don't think Michael Penix is going to be ready, so that means Tuttle time for the Hoosiers. They, Maybe they get a spark from them. They got to get going if they want to make a bowl. And that's the games for the old spittoon, the brass spittoon. Mm. Those two play for number 11. I got my Purdue Boilermakers falling a spot, not playing, but falling a spot. That's just kind of how the rankings fell this week. I think they're better than rockers. Um, number 10. I don't like this ranking. I should have had this team better. I got Wisconsin moving up from 11 to 10. They're, I mean, I mean, they beat Illinois, but it's my bottom seller team there. So. And Graham Mertz was still terrible. Yeah. against Illinois. Their quarterback plays horrendous, right? It's got to bite them soon. It's already been it's them three been times. It's been three times, yeah. Number nine, I got Maryland falling from six to nine. Yeah, it's uh, it's Ohio kind of, State who's playing well, but man. They, Iowa and Ohio back State. Back-to-back weeks, you just get shellacked. You can't do that at home. Number eight, I got staying at number eight's Rutgers. That's where I had <laughs> them last fair. week. Rutgers and Maryland were tough for me. Um, yeah, Rutgers um, got smacked by uh, Michigan State. They were in the in it for a quarter, and then Rutgers just, is zero and three in the Big Ten. Of course, they, they've had Ohio State, you know, and they've it's had the East. It's living in the State. East. They still um, got Penn State. Who else did they lose to? They, Michigan, Michigan by a touchdown. Yeah, the three best teams probably. Yeah. Even Penn State's in there, but number seven uh, moved up from number nine without playing is Minnesota. Eh, but I don't really good. think they're number seven, especially no. with uh, uh, Potts there. Uh, starting running back out for the year, possibly yeah. his career announced today. So that's not going to help. On their third, yeah. third stringer. That's not going to help uh, Fleck and company. Number six, moving up from number seven, even in a losing effort. This team's three and four, but the Nebraska Cornhuskers. I, they're hanging in there, man. Uh, they have. They probably should have won that game. They should have won in Michigan State. They should have beaten Michigan. I think they're a lot better than people are giving them credit for, unfortunately. Could have beat Oklahoma. Could have, could have, yeah. So I think uh, I think Frost is starting to find something at least to make the fan base frosty, not too mad. So I think he's going to be around for a little bit, J Man. Maybe one more year. Number five falling from number two is Penn State. Yeah, I think you, you kind of docked them a little bit for losing their quarterback. I did, and that's not on fair. the road at Kinnick. It's not fair, but how about these other four teams? I'm about to go over. Would you put them ahead of any of these four teams? I got Michigan number four falling from number three. Probably not. I got Ohio State at number three, up from number five last week. Oh, bro, and have. the only reason I have them at three is one loss, even though it's to a good Oregon team, and Oregon lost to Stanford. Number two, up from number four, is Michigan State. I'd probably put them over Michigan State. I think they're better than Michigan State. Michigan, who? Penn, Penn State. State. Michigan State starting. They score points. They score points. Old this Mel is Tucker's not the Michigan State team of old. That's yeah. defense, defense. They got a good quarterback. Good running back, probably the best in the conference, and a good wide receiver. They're running back through six games as 912 yards rushing and nine touchdowns. Kenneth Walker, the third. He, he might be a Heisman candidate. Thorne, the quarterback's about. good. He has 14 touchdowns. And the receiver's a deep threat. Mm-hmm. Um, Jaden Reed? Nope. Well, he's their leading receiver. But there's a deep threat there. Yeah. That's been ripping it up. I don't remember his name off the top of my head. And number one's been number one for the past couple weeks, the Iowa Hawkeyes. Until they lose. Number two in the yeah. two in the country. I think they, have, they should easily be the... West favorite. Oh, hands down. At this point. Which I picked them. No. No, I didn't. I was going to say, I picked, picked them. I picked Wisconsin with national title. So <laughs> <laughs> that was like a redo on that one. I like a redo. I went bold and that blew up week one. Let's pick some Big Ten games Let's here. Let's do it. Starting with Michigan State at Indiana. Michigan State is four and a half point fade. Yeah, I keep. Uh, for weeks, when's Michigan State going to wake up? When's mm-hmm. Michigan State going to wake up? Now they're in the top 10. They're already bowl eligible. I had them winning three games this year. Like I said, they're scoring points. Indiana's on a backup quarterback. If the crowd shows up, it could be a raucous atmosphere. It's noon on Fox Sports 1. I'm going with Michigan State for three confident points. This will be the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week. I think Michigan State wakes up and loses Whoa! in Bloomington. Wow. Give me IU for one confidence point. You've been, just, you've been on that Tom Allen bandwagon. I, I mean, they were good last year. Right. Maybe it was just a blip on the pretty, radar. Pretty or, decent the year before. Yeah. Uh, but uh, for some reason, at home, I just yeah. I feel like Michigan State's going to overlook them a little bit. And it might be a now or never time for Indiana. Yeah, so they, they need to put up or shut up. Did you still play Michigan point. Michigan and Ohio State? Right, they, they have to win this one almost. Yep. Uh, the J-Man's Book It Prediction of the Week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering for Life Home Auto Renters Business Workers Comp and Farm Insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. Nebraska at Minnesota. 
Interesting game here. Like I said, uh, Nebraska's now going to be on their third string running back. Nebraska's playing better football. These two te- coaches are the most insufferable coaches in the conference, in my opinion. Somebody's got to win. I'm going with Scott Frost and the Cornhuskers for two confident points. Nebraska is three and a half point favorites, and I'm taking the Cornhuskers as well for three. Rutgers at Northwestern. Yeah, Northwestern's coming off a bye. Rutgers hasn't been playing the greatest When's football. When's the last lately? time Rutgers has been favored in a road Big Ten game? Have they since they got in the Big Ten? I, I don't, don't know, so. but they're two-point favorites. Well, I'm going with the underdogs. Give me the Wildcats for a point. I have Rutgers for two. Northwestern's terrible. They are not good, uh, but... Rutgers needs this if they want any shot if to If Northwestern can... If it's if there's a time to pull off an upset at home, it's a coming off a bye week. It's really not. An it, it's like a Rutgers. coin flip, essentially. Yeah. But uh, your Boilermakers travel to Iowa. Yeah, coming off a bye week, got some guys getting some guys back healthy. Payne Durham starting tight end will be back. Corey Trice starting cornerback will be back for the first time since the UConn game. Xander Horvath not ready yet. They're hoping this this month sometime, which is pretty quick for mm-hmm. a broken leg. Uh, but they did lose another receiver. Um, but they got a lot of depth at receiver. David Bell is healthy. What he was healthy against Minnesota. He's an Iowa killer. Brom does have Iowa's number. He's three and yeah. one against Iowa. Yeah. But I think Iowa's defense is too tough. 330 ABC. I got the Hawkeyes for four. Yeah. Um, seems like Purdue has won in Iowa more than any other team the past couple years. Yeah, Danny Hope got a win uh, in their 2012. Brom in the in 2017 17. and then got him at Ross State in 2018 yeah. and last year. But and, a, and barely lost to them in 2019. I think this will be a low-scoring game. Yeah, I do too. Defense um, battle. But I think Iowa ultimately prevails. I do too. Um, I think they win by – I don't think they cover, though. I think they win by 10. It's 11.5-point spread. I, I agree with you. Um, I just doesn't have to. Up. But give me Iowa for five. Yep, I uh, I agree. It's tough to win in, Kinnick. It is. Army at Wisconsin. This could be a game that Wisconsin loses. I don't think Army's very good. They're 4-1. Uh, one. Are they really? Yeah. Why did I think they weren't that good this year? Uh, they've Jeff Munkin. There, it's either Jeff or Todd Munkin. Um, Who beat them? Ball or, State last week beat them, but I, I mean no. they've beat Miami of Ohio, UConn, Western Kentucky, and Georgia State. I thought so. they were down this year. Maybe it's Navy. Navy is the one that's really yeah, down this be. year, I think. But uh, well, now I feel kind of dumb. I'm taking the Badgers for five. I have um, Wisconsin for four, so we're right about there. Going with uh, some. Ranked matchups here. Oklahoma State travels to number 25, Texas. Yeah, Texas didn't fall out of the rankings. Is another one. If you don't like defense, you're going to love watching this game. Love it. The over-under set at 61. Give me the Longhorns over the Cowboys. Texas is five-and-a-half-point favorites. I think they cover. Uh, Auburn at Arkansas. Arkansas needs this one. Kim Bowden and Knicks get another road win. I say no. Sam Pittman and the boys bounce back. I agree. Like you said, they need it. They absolutely need it. Florida travels to LSU. Florida's 10-point favorites. Though. Give me Florida. Coach O's done. Done. Uh, They've already, they're already working the paperwork behind the scenes. He's done. Man, he won a title. Just, I mean, done. he lost his whole team. But He's yeah. getting Gene Chizik. Give me uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good uh, good comparison. Florida. Uh, number, one, number 11, Kentucky travels to Georgia. <laughs> I've talked a lot of trash about Kentucky. They've proved me wrong. Um, Mark Stoops done a great job down there. Fantastic job. But Georgia, best team in the country, in my opinion, by far the best defense. Um, Wildcats get beat up by the Bulldogs. 23 and a half That's point favorites. Incredible against the 11th ranked yeah. team, but give me the Bulldogs. Number 19, Brigham Young. Traveling to Baylor. Yeah, Boise State went in there and, and beat, knocked them off. Beat yeah. the Cougars. Um, traveling to Baylor. Cougars. Baylor puts up some points, but I like BYU to have a bounce back game and get the win. Give me Baylor. They're six point favorites, Baylor. Mm-hmm. Unranked Baylor, I should say. Here's an interesting one. Four and one Ole Miss travels to Knoxville to face Tennessee, who's four and twelve. Knoxville. Knoxville's gonna be rocking. Uh they've killed South Carolina and killed Missouri the week before. I think Josh, pretty I think good. Josh Heupel's. I think they got something there. I'm taking the Vols. Lane Kiffin gets one of his former schools. I'm taking the Vols. Give me Ole Miss. All right. Cool. Ole, Mac, Ole Miss Corral is actually fan, huh? their favorite. Yeah. He is I mean, fun to watch. He is. He's good. SEC's um, got some fun quarterbacks this year to watch. Last one here. Number 22, NC State travels to 4-1 and one Boston College. Don't know much about NC State besides Dave Doran being their head coach. Um, why not? Boston College, I'm in an upset mood tonight. Give me NC State. I want to be different. Of course you did. You got some uh, word association for I me? do have some word association for you. And it's like the theme's been of the word association every week lately. Big Ten themed. Yeah. So I might as well just run through it. You did running backs <laughs> last week. I'm doing wide receivers. All righty. Hopefully I remember some Alphabetic of Alphabetic order, so starting with your 
used to be your fighting Illini, A.J. Jenkins. I knew it was going to be A.J. Jenkins. Did you really? Um, I tried I, to throw him. I thought you I had a feeling. Really has been. Um, he was a bust. He was a first-round pick by uh, Jim Harbaugh in San Francisco. He should have been probably a third-round pick, but old Jimmy took him in the first round. He wasn't very good. He was really good at Illinois. But. Bust might be a theme for a lot of these guys. <laughs> uh, Indiana, Cody Latimer. A bust. God, was he ever. Uh, Second-round pick. Not paying attention to Peyton Manning. That was a downfall. Peyton yep. tried to talk to him on the bus, looks over. He's playing on his cell phone. Now, strike one. That'll show him. Iowa, Marvin McNutt. Oh, man, I remember Marvin Wasn't McNutt. Wasn't he good? He tore up Purdue, a game I was at. Yeah, um, 2011, senior day. Yeah, he uh, he had a good one. Yeah, he's pretty, he was, he was he pretty was, solid. I for, completely forgot about him. He was good. I was one of the schools, it's like some of these other schools, <laughs> they have really good wide receivers and college standards. They don't do much in the pros. Yeah. Maryland, Darius Hayward Bay. Fast. Bust. <laughs> Al, Al Davis special. Yeah, he uh, took him over Crabtree. <laughs> He saw speed. And, <laughs> they still uh, do that. Need to have him. Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Lucy was okay, but I mean, yeah, they, they, <laughs> yeah. they got him over uh, CeeDee Lamb and Justin Jerry Jefferson. Judy and Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Michigan. This was one I could have went with a lot of different guys. Braylon Edwards. Oh, man. Um, Cleveland Brown. Yeah. He, uh, he had a couple good years there, but he, he always showed up for the Michigan State game. It seemed yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Michigan State, Charles Rogers. Oh man, uh, he was supposed to be so Number good. Number two overall yeah, pick with the by the Lions. Lions. Yeah, he uh, bust. <laughs> I told you bust could be a common <laughs> thing. I could have went Plasco Burris there. Thought about it, but I thought that'd be too easy. Handgun. Minnesota. This was a tough one because I didn't want to do Eric. I was Decker. gonna say I did him last week. Tyler Johnson. Oh man, he was a superstar. Him and Bateman. Yeah, um, yeah. I think Tyler Johnson caught a touchdown yesterday against yes. the Dolphins. One of the twelve Tom Brady threw. Uh, Nebraska, John Westerkamp. He had that unbelievable catch behind his back. Um, I think that was what? Jordan Westerkamp, right? Jordan. I said Justin Jordan. I can't even read my own writing. Jordan, yeah. Yeah, he was good. Northwestern, this was a hard one. Austin Carr. Oh, man. Uh, I remember Austin. Wasn't he Fort Wayne? South Bend? Was he Was he from? I'm not sure. For some reason, I was thinking he was from Indiana. Um, I mean, Notre Dame had a... Wasn't he Austin Carr, too? Yeah, Austin Carr basketball player back in the day. But this is Northwestern wide receiver. Why do I think that Austin Carr is from Indiana? Nope, he's from Santa Monica, California. <laughs> so close. <laughs> he was a saint. I, I remember him, though. He was yeah. really – he was unbelievable that one year at Northwestern. Yes, he was. Ohio State, another one I could have went with. Tons of different guys, but I thought I would go one that hits you. Uh, Brian Hartline? Yes, Brian Hartline. <laughs> He had a few good years. Ryan Tannehill's first year, he had over a thousand yards. Um, head coach in waiting. Yeah. At all, maybe not at Ohio State, but he's Somewhere. killing it on the recruiting trail. This guy from Penn State, I used to take when I began fantasy football back in middle school. Took him all the time. Joe Jarvisius. He went to Penn State. Yes, huh? he did. Um, he played for so many teams. It felt like Browns is where I remember. And Tampa Bay. Wasn't he with Seattle too? Yeah, probably uh, Tanner's fantasy team. Yep. Purdue Boilermakers, Rondell Moore. Mm. Man, I'm trying to think of a good one. Um, strong. Yeah, he is strong for us. Strong yes. lower body. Good Lord. That um, broke like 10 tackles against Ohio mm-hmm. State. Making himself a name out in Arizona He's right now. He's going to be a good one. <laughs> oh, what could have been if he stayed healthy? Rutgers, Kenny Britt. Man. You know um, he went to Rutgers? I did know he went to Rutgers. He was on that team with Ray Rice. They had like 10 pros on that team. That's Kenny beat. Brett a giant? I think he bounced around the league quite a bit. I don't remember. He was, he was a Titan. He was pre- Titan for a I while. I think that's who I'm thinking of. Pro bowler for Titan. Yeah, he was good. And last, last and it is least, uh, Wisconsin, <laughs> Chris Chambers. Oh, man. See, I did this just the my uh, My favorite Dolphin from about 2001 to 2005. Caught everything in his vicinity. Uh, too bad his quarter his quarterbacks were awful. <laughs> you wore that jersey to death. Yeah, the letters were peeling off. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll do it for the Word Association segment, which is brought to you by every week by Rhett Lee Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrew Akee LLC are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and, and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, give Rhett a call today to schedule a free consultation at 574 722 
two, 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 one. We have 12 minutes left. So we got to go through this a little quickly. We better do our sponsor reads real quick. Oh, yeah. Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-bread, tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or handcrafted cocktail, we had a few of those on Saturday. The <laughs> Dam Landing is the place to be. The Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Mantle, focused on freshness and quality. Uh, you can wash down their delicious food with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitowoc and their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Uh, take advantage of those warm temperatures yes, while you sir. can. It's a beautiful weekend. And speaking of warm temperatures, I got out on the golf course Sunday wearing my Circle 15 glove, which Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer like the J-Man and myself. It's built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available in the patented glove hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find those products and more at circle15golf.com. Three winners, three losers. Uh, one of my winners. Got to find my list here. Uh, and this pains me to say it. The L.A. Chargers. They're pretty good. They're one of mine as well. Herbert's very good. A good win over the Browns. Their kicker tried to cost them the game, made it missing a late extra <laughs> point, but they got the W. Heads up play by Austin Eckler's not scoring too fast. Well, did, did you and see the, the Giants end, and then the carried them in the, the Browns carried them in. Well, the Browns, cool. not the Giants. Yeah, yeah, the Browns couldn't do anything. Um, they're Char- a winner. Chargers were one of mine as well. The Chicago Bears. One of mine as well. Going on the road to Vegas, and um, their defense is really good. Offense is still not great. Uh, but three and defense, two, though, yeah, for all the complaint everybody's doing that's about a, them. Three and two. That's a huge, huge win going into Vegas. Huge. My other winner, Buffalo Bills. Uh, I don't have them down, but I can't disagree with that. Best team in football. I think Josh Allen's the MVP right now. I can't today. disagree with that either. My winner is actually the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're quieting the critics for now, but it won't last very long. Juju Smith-Schuster out for the year today with a shoulder injury. That's not going to help. No. They're not going to probably make the playoffs. They're pretty dinged up. They still have some talent, though. They're still scary to play. Absolutely. Three losers. It grieves me great pleasure to read this one. The Kansas City (laughs) Chiefs. Uh, Three losses, J-Man. Yeah. Two and three. Great offense still. Defense has a lot of holes. And Patrick Mahomes is turning it over more than he ever has. Well, I he, think he throws across his body, across the field all yeah. the time. He just asks for it's, it to get picked off. It's catching up to him now. His best year was his first year so far. Yeah. Um, I think they're the best team in the West right now. Who? Uh, Chargers. Sorry. <laughs> I probably yeah. should have said yeah, the I team the first. Chargers are too. I'm like, the Chiefs? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, Chargers. Um, one of my losers, Kickers. Yes. Entering Sunday Night Football, there was 12 missed field goals, 12 missed extra points yesterday. Since the extra point was moved back in 2015, week five of this season is the first week in that span to have double-digit missed field goals and double-digit missed Is Mason points. Crosby still employed by the Packers, or is he? He is. He, he <laughs> is. That kind of surprises me. Yeah. Uh, kickers were one of mine. Who was another one of yours? The Las Vegas Raiders. Sure, I'm really enjoying sure. this list. A bad loss for them over a Bear team. I thought they were a lot better then. Um, yeah, all of a sudden they're mm-hmm. three and two. Broncos three and two. Battle for that uh, third place in the division. Second place. It's gonna mm-hmm. be interesting this week. Seattle Seahawks losing a home. They're my game other. They're my other one to a team that. Um, it's a really good team with the Rams, but you lose their quarterback for six to eight weeks. Yeah, with, uh, they're going to be out of it. Finger injury. Carolina Panthers are another one of my losers, losing at home to Philadelphia like that. Uh, yeah, that was one I wasn't brutal. watching, and I thought they had won, and then I saw the scrum, like, they lost? Yeah. Um, J-Man won the belt again. He did. For the third out of the fifth week. Man. Um, if the Chiefs would have won last night and the Ravens win tonight, you would have still lost by one. No, that it would have been a lot closer. That's but, right. uh, starting with Thursday night, we have Tampa Bay traveling to Philadelphia. Tampa Bay seven point favorite. I'm not believers in this Philadelphia team. I don't think Jalen Hurts is that great of a starting quarterback. I think he's terrible. Uh, Tom Brady's so good. Tampa Bay's good. Give me Tampa Bay for twelve. I have Tampa Bay for twelve. <laughs> Reading my <laughs> mind. We have four buys this week: the uh, Falcons, Saints, Jets, and Niners. Yep. In London. The Dolphins travel across the pond to face the Jacksonville Jaguars. What an exciting matchup this is. Uh, Two is back, though. <laughs> that, that'll make it a little more exciting. <laughs> Give me the Dolphins for 13. I have the Dolphins for one. <laughs> of course you do. I don't believe in them. I don't. Urban Meyer whatsoever. and his team are so disconnected I now. think the Dolphins season is on the brink of collapsing. <laughs> they have to win this one to win the locker room. Yeah, it back. could be bad if they lose this yes. one. Yes. Green Bay Packers at Chicago Bears. 
Green Bay at Chicago. Um, I got the Packers for nine. I have the Packers for 13. I don't think the Bears will be able to score enough. Green Bay's woke up since their week one loss against the Saints. The Cincinnati Bengals travel to Detroit to face the heart-wrenching Detroit Lions. There's nothing worse than being a Lions fan in Their losses are driving their head coach, Dan Campbell, to tears. He drinks two big coffees in the morning. He might need about 10. Uh, Give me the Bengals for 11. Give me the Lions for two. Ooh, that, <laughs> could, that could decide it right there. I, th- I think they get it done I for could some decide reason. It. The terrible Houston Texans, who should have beat the New England Patriots yesterday, travel to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is 10-point favorite. I think Indianapolis gets smacked tonight, but I don't think it matters come next week. I think Indianapolis beats the Texans. Give me seven. I have the Colts for nine. I think they get it done pretty handily. There's a couple other games that could be easy blowouts. It's the only reason why the Colts were at nine. Uh, speaking of blowouts, the Los Angeles Rams travel to East Rutherford, New Jersey to face the Giants. That's my biggest pointer. That's 14. Same. Rams. Saquon Barkley is to running backs as Carson Sad. Wentz is to quarterbacks. Yeah, that's good comparison. Good comparison. Both could be really good, just can't stay healthy. The Kansas City tre- Chiefs travel to Washington. Give me the Chiefs for six. I have the Chiefs for 11. Okay. Um, uh, I think Chiefs <laughs> bounce back. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings. Found a way to win yesterday. They're two and three. Uh, Travel to the Carolina Panthers. I would say Detroit found a way to lose. Yeah, it's but, good. Uh, Carolina for five. Tough I, one to pick, though. I have Carolina for four. I think um, coin flip, though, and it's um, proven by the spread, which is one and a half Carolina. The L.A. Chargers travel to Baltimore. Chargers struggle at those one o'clock Eastern time games. Really good matchup. Give me Baltimore for one. I have Baltimore for seven. Um, I think their ball control offense really – Hinders yes. uh, the Chargers. This is an interesting one here. The five and zero Arizona Cardinals travel to Cleveland. I think both two are both teams are really good football teams. Mm-hmm. I think I mean Arizona's undefeated. You look at the two losses the Browns have on the road in um, pretty photo finish fashion. Right. I think the Browns get it done, but only for think? two confidence points. I have Cleveland for five. I think this is the week Arizona loses, and the nineteen seventy two Dolphins can already pop that champagne. <laughs> Vegas Raiders travel to Denver. Yeah, both teams three and two. Uh, both teams had losses yesterday. I mean, Denver just got out coached so bad. Um, they're at home. I think their backs up against corner with their upcoming schedule. I think they come out fighting against their rivals and get it done. Give me the Broncos for four. I can't believe I did this, but I took the Raiders for six. That's okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a toss up, man. Denver's they're, they're three similar. point favorites. I completely forgot that I took Vegas. I, I did this on. I did it right after their games on uh, Sunday. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys travel to New England. Cowboys are pretty playing good. really good ball. They're Give me the Cowboys for 10. I have Cowboys for 8. Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith traveling to Pittsburgh. That's a terrible Sunday night game. Yeah, Pittsburgh's banged up. Seattle's banged up. But uh, Give me the Steelers for 8. Give me Pittsburgh for 10. Bills travel to Tennessee. Should be a fun one. Um, I mean, I know the Titans were my Super Bowl pick, but uh, they've kind of been down for me lately. Uh, I think the Bills are the best team in football. I'm agreeing with you there. Give me the Bills for three. I think the Bills are the best team in football as well. However, I'm picking the Tennessee Titans for three. I like it. Makes this week interesting. Um, It does. We had a A lot of differences. I I took some upsets this week, which I don't usually do. But the J-Man won last week, and you know what? That's all that matters. (laughs) Um, I can't make it three in a row. Got to get it back. Oh, you think you actually have a shot to get it back? I'm gonna put right. Yeah, here. I think the Lions are going to lose it for you. That's eleven pointer if I get that right with the Bengals. Yeah, but uh, I feel pretty good. But for some reason, I just feel like the Lions are going to get her done. Yeah. And I'm, I just feel like the Cincinnati um, Bengals with uh, Joe Burrow having the throat issue. Um, I think he had a he had a contused throat. A throat contusion. Yeah, he was having trouble talking. Scary. I think it'll be fine, but yeah, uh, yeah Lance. You ready to hear the birdie bell you want yep. more time? I think yep. you have a pretty good uh, shot I don't together. know. I, I, there's so many guys going through my mind. It scares me. Um, since 2016. Since 2016, yards. what player has the most 40-yard touchdowns? This is receiving or rushing. Yep. Gosh, dang it. <sighs> I'm not going to get this, Josh. Tyreek Hill. Nailed it. <laughs> Tyreek Hill has 28 40-yard touchdowns since 2016. The next closest player has 12. Who's that? Derrick Henry and Tyler Lockett tied for 12. Another one that came to my mind, I'm so glad I didn't say, was Stephon Diggs. That would have been a good guess, though. Oh, that would have been dumb. 
seconds. Well, Tanner has crept back. Oh, still three shots behind. But Tanner's, uh, we're going to be without Tanner next yes, week. Yes, I'm going to be gone, but my dad, Eric Lee's going to be filling in. So, oh. he'll, <laughs> <laughs> that's right there. so uh, my dad, Eric Lee's going to be filling in. So he'll be doing confident picks, everything. He'll be doing birdie bogey, all that good stuff. He'll be in studio here. To, in the Tanner J Man Show studio, but this is Josh the J Man and myself's last studio show together. Well, you tell the Tanner J Man Show Nation what's going on in your life, J Man. J Man is moving to Illinois. A girl is forcing me to <laughs> move to Illinois. She's holding me at gunpoint right now. <laughs> she will be after the show now. <laughs> she definitely will be after the show. I'm scared. I'm thinking I'm going to block her number tonight, tomorrow, just so she doesn't but yell no. at me. But uh, I'm moving to Illinois. We're still going to do the show. We're going to do it remotely, yep. and uh, we'll be able to do it pretty easily. Remotely. Yeah, we're still going to do it. show's not going anywhere, but in two weeks on the 25th, it's going to have a different look to it, maybe a little different sound. The setup's going to look different, but uh, we're not going anywhere. We've cranked out 256 of these. We've done over 240 together in studio, but uh, we've done the stream yard before, so it's going to work fine. Uh, IC Sports Network's backing us up, which we appreciate that. We've got a good partner there. So still looking forward to bringing you great live programming every week and uh, talking sports with you all. Yes, but, sir. Uh, thanks, J-Man, for almost five years. It's of, been fun. Of fun in studio yes, together sir. every single Monday. So. Tune in to Quarian Schultz next. Yes. Have a great week, everybody.